Hey all, welcome into the WCI 3 in 1 podcast. It's Marley Weirda here with you today. Brett Barron's on vacation, so I'm going to be talking to myself. Um, hope you didn't miss me too much last week when Brett was holding down the fort. Now it's his turn to take a little vacation, but it's been a week, to say the least. It's been a week with everything going on with high school sports and trying to figure out what's going to happen with the fall. It seems no one has really made a decision. They're playing hot potato with the responsibilities. We'll get to that and the whole timeline in a little bit. Uh, and also some some disappointing news coming today. Uh, we're recording on Friday, July 24th. The Illinois Elementary School Association canceled their fall sports and we'll talk about that in a little bit um but i i'm losing my mind trying to wrap my head around everything and i'm just coming to terms with the reality of that there might not be fall sports in illinois this year i may be at a one percent confidence level and that's tough. It's tough to come to terms with that. And before we we get too much into the podcast, I wanted to start with just a little story about how this week started for me. It wasn't the best. Uh, it actually happened last week when I had went on vacation. So initially I had this big plan to go with my friends to Chicago but uh, COVID-19 obviously changed a little bit of that. So I was meeting up with all of my former teammates from Ithaca College Volleyball. It was going to be a great time. So anyways, one of our friends has, um, she goes to grad school at the University of Michigan. So we all went to Ann Arbor for the weekend. So I drive up there, I get there, and I forgot my suitcase out of all things, not just a toothbrush, not just a shirt that I wanted to wear. I forgot the whole freaking thing. So that that is just where my mind is at right now. I'm losing track of things. If my head wasn't attached, it 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 would be lost. It would be lost. So that that's me starting off my week by not having a suitcase when I went on vacation. It was fine. I ended up buying a couple things from Walmart and whatever it may be, and I borrowed stuff from my friends. So that's just how I went into this week and then it really didn't get any better. So let's break down the timeline a little bit um, about what's been going on with the IHSA and everything that has just kind of rolled out these past couple of um, weeks. So let's go back to July 3rd when everything was fine and dandy. The IHSA releases their phase four plans. Pretty much high schools can move forward with their summer contact days essentially as planned. There were a few restrictions, but for the most part, they could have done everything that they would have normally been doing during their summer contact days. And this was all approved by the IDPH from my understanding. Then less than a week later or a week later, they modify their phase four plan. So now that includes players who are practicing inside. So basketball, volleyball, they have to wear masks. Um, coaches have to wear masks. 
um, I mean, that w- I think was already in the initial phase four plans. And then they eliminated, eliminated uh, scrimmages. So any kind of seven on seven that football teams would have wanted to do, they were no longer able to. So there was that. They say everything is great. Now we're taking it back. We're making some of these amendments. Then I think this was the biggest turning point of it all. I believe it was last Tuesday it would have been. So, yeah, July 14th, the IHSA defers their decision-making power, their return-to-play guidelines over to the Illinois Department of Public Health, the Illinois State Board of Education, and the governor's office. And they are putting it in the hands of, you know, a higher power, essentially. And, And I don't blame them, especially with... Uh, That incident that happened at Lake Zurich where there were, you know, 30 plus kids that tested positive and the lawsuits, you know, they don't want to be responsible for that. They don't have the money to handle those kinds of things from my understanding. So they pass it off to the government, to the Illinois Department of Public Health and say, hey, here you go. Um, That's for you. So then that brings us to this week where we had expected there to be a board meeting on Wednesday. So that would have been, let me pull up the calendar here, guys. Uh, So that would have been on the 22nd. So they say they're going to meet as a board of directors on the 22nd. Oh, I, um, I just looked over at the thing. I was like, I better be recording. And I was, so I almost just psyched myself out there that I've been talking for 10 minutes and, um, wasn't recording but it's okay we're all good um (laughs) all right brief tangent so earlier this week we thought there was going to be a press conference on Wednesday the 22nd and then the day before the 21st they announce hey we are postponing our meeting instead we are going to meet with the Illinois Department of Public Health and the Illinois State Board of Education. We're going to have a roundtable discussion with them on Friday to figure out how to proceed and move forward with things. So that, I know, had caused a lot of frustration with the athletic directors, parents, players. I don't blame them one bit. They want answers, and the fall season is right around the corner. So I think they have every right to feel frustrated. I'm frustrated myself that there isn't an announcement or a plan or any ideas to figure out what to do. I feel we've just kind of been in the dark a little bit about this. So this meeting gets postponed. They say they're going to meet as a group, a roundtable discussion with the Health department, um, so that would be today, Friday. We have not heard or seen anything that the IHSA said about that meeting. I did hear from a spokesperson at the IHSA that said there was talk about possibly postponing this meeting on Friday, but they have not said anything about that, so we don't have any updates in regards to that, but... Now they are scheduled to meet on Wednesday as a board of directors. And I think that is when we should expect to hear a decision, whether it be Wednesday after they meet or maybe the day after. 
maybe the day before. I don't know. With the IHSA, this is so their style, essentially. Uh, This is kind of the same thing that we saw when they had canceled the state series for uh, baseball, softball, track and field, all that way back in the spring. You know, they were prolonging it, prolonging it, prolonging it, when I think a lot of people knew it realistically wasn't going to happen. And the realist in me is also thinking that fall sports are not going to happen this year either. And I was talking to our Capitol Bureau Chief here at WCIA, Mark Maxwell, um, and he says, you know, when situations are handled like this, it usually doesn't mean good news. And not to be the bearer of bad news, but I think we need to start thinking a little bit realistically about what's going to happen. I know people want to stay optimistic. I know there no good is going to come from being negative and saying it isn't going to happen, but my confidence is just not there right now. And then to add on to this even more, yesterday on Thursday, the ISBE says, the Illinois State Board of Education says, hey, we, we're not making the decisions, essentially. We'll read the statement that they have here. They said, We understand the difficulties that the Illinois Elementary School Association and the Illinois High School Association programs are facing due to COVID-19 and that many families have questions connected to youth sports. This is the important part. The ISB, the Illinois State Board of Education, does not have oversight over these organizations or organized sports activities outside of physical education. We do not have the authority over the guidance directing the activities of these organizations and cannot respond on their behalf. So, who, whose decision is it? Because if you remember, last week, a couple weeks ago, the IHSA had deferred all of their decision-making power over to the Illinois State Board of Education, over to the Illinois Department of Public Health, over to the governor's office. So if they're passing off the responsibility to these governing bodies, and then the Illinois State Board of Education says, oh no, we're not answering any questions, that's for the IHSA to take care of. That, of course, um, is very frustrating. So... I spoke earlier this week when the meeting was initially postponed to Unity Athletic Director Scott Hamilton. He's also the head football coach for the Rockets, and I just spoke to him about some of his thoughts, what he thinks needs to happen, and um, just how he's been managing this whole situation. So here is our interview. Uh, Take a listen. I don't even know if I'm shocked anymore. Um, You know, it's this whole thing has been uh, really challenging, uh, frustrating. Um, you know, I don't envy the position that, you know, the IHSA is in. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, it's easy to be frustrated with them, but then you turn around and, you know, we're having some of the same issues trying to figure out how to get our schools opened up and people are frustrated with us. And, you know, we can't get answers to open things up and they can't get answers. and you know, I, I think people are just frustrated. 
Yeah. What, what is it like for you from that perspective of, you know, do you, you probably are hoping for a decision sooner rather than later? Yeah. Um, you know, I, we all deal with, with the knowns a lot better than the unknowns. And, you know, if, you know, if we're playing great, let's, you know, let's crank it up here and get going. And if we're not, let's, you know, let's try to figure out if we can play in the springtime and, you know, move baseball back to late spring and uh, summer and track back, you know, or how we want to do it. But uh, just the waiting game and the, you know, this got put off to next week and this gets put off to next week. It's just, uh, it's challenging, uh, you know, just emotionally, the emotional roller coaster of it all. How do you feel about the IHSA passing the torch over uh, to the governor's office? Well, I think the IHSA tried to do stuff with their sports advisory committee. And can you still hear me? Yeah. I had to call this committee. I think they turned it over to their sports advisory committee and sports med and all that. And in the middle of all that, I think they made a decision to move forward. And then they got the rug pulled out from underneath them. And I think they just said, you know, there's no sense in us continuing to do this and get the rug. And it's, it's kind of like the schools were all afraid to make decisions because you know, we may get told what to do. And, and you know, I, th I think our thing is the people who eventually are going to tell us what to do, why are they waiting so long? You know, we're not going to be out of phase four. You know, we're going to be in phase four when we start school. So why can't they just tell us what the rules are? Yeah. How, what are you telling your players? Because I'm sure they have questions, as we all do. <laughs> yeah. You know, our, our, our thoughts have been the same the entire time. The only thing we can control is getting ourselves ready in hopes that we play. Um, you know, and now, you know, I, I think there is a little bit more, uh, I think there is a little bit more optimism that, you know, there is some thoughts and a lot of talk out there about, you know, even if we can't play in the fall, being able to play three sports seasons starting, you know, maybe in January. And that's at least something to hang our hat on. Um, but, you know, I, I've kind of figured out that, you, you know, there's only so many things you can control and, you know, so we're just going about business, trying to get our guys ready as if we were going to start on August the 10th. And um, if it doesn't happen, um, then maybe we'll be ready for, you know, March 1 or whenever that day may be. Yeah, I feel like with this, it's it's so tough because you can't make everyone happy. You know, They're, if they cancel the season, people are going to be upset. But if they let you guys play, then people are going to be upset as well. I don't know what the response has been like with you guys. Um, I don't know. Are you guys practicing and still doing some of your summer contact days, obviously with, you know, some of the guidelines and all that? Yeah, we have, we've done, you know, we, when phase three was in, we did just the lifting with the, you know, with the nine people. And then we've been able to do the bigger groups now. We've, you know, we've thrown a ball around a little bit, but, um, you know, we haven't been in helmet and shoulder pads yet or anything of that nature. Yeah, is it tough to do that? Um, I guess prepare as if there was a season, but not even be able to do all the stuff that you normally would be doing in the summer? Yeah, you know, it's, the tough part is it's changing, and it's, you know, the, these kids have work. They have other things that they plan for and they're planning for, and it's, it's hard to deal with it when things are changing all the time and just trying to give them. So we've just kind of, you know, we're fortunate that if we – you know, if August 10th gets here and we're good to go, you know, I've got a, a very veteran coaching staff. Um, and, you know, I think we can put things together pretty quickly. 
Um, you know, we, we've all worked together. We all have kept the same systems and same terminologies. So I think we can throw some things together pretty quickly and, and have our guys ready. Yeah. What do you think the decision is going to be? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, just like our kids, I'm, I'm getting ready for August 10th as though we're going to play. And um, if I get told that that's not the way, the way it's going to be, then, you know, we'll try to figure out what it's going to be next. And if it's, uh, if it's not August 10th and it's going to be, you know, March 1, then we'll do things to get ready for March 1. Um, you know, if, if I start worrying about what, you know, them not doing something, then all of a sudden we start playing, you know, on August the 10th and I haven't done things to get ready, then I've got, then I got really big, I look like a, look like a fool, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so tough. I, and no one knows that's, I, you know, I've been talking to other coaches and ADs and everyone has the same response. They're like, we just, we don't know. And no one knows. So yeah. I wish they I mean, would tell us. <laughs> I think the U of I has these big plans. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't know that that's going to, you know, that it's going to work out that way either, you know, but I mean, I think you got to plan for things and then you deal with, you know, I think when you're in education, when you're an AD, you, you, you go by a fly, you, you, you live on the fly a lot. Uh, you know, that's kind of what we're doing, you know, trying to plan, but we're going to do with what we can. All right. So Scott Hamilton there, you can see when I asked him, I said, what do you think the decision is going to be? And he said, oh, you know, we'll just do what we can, but we'll be ready August 10th if we have the green light and I think that's all they they can do because of course these coaches don't want to tell their players like hey listen you know we're we're not going to play this fall you know they're gonna keep doing what they've been doing unless they've been told otherwise um and they're just going to keep training and preparing as if there was a season because of as of right now there is but uh, I think we know that is not the case, and we are certainly pending a decision to be made by the IHSA or another regarding high school sports. So a lot of high schools are actually taking it into their own hands. They're taking matters into their own hands to come up with some plans to execute and make sure that high school sports get played this year. So I spoke with the head football coach at Moreau Forsyth High School, Josh Jostis. That is such a tongue twister. It's so difficult to say on air. Josh Jostis. Um, and he has played a big role in, in putting together some of these plans that Moreau Forsyth has kind of laid out. It's a, a proposal on how they would ensure that all sports get played because like we saw with the elementary schools the middle the junior high middle schools is that their fall sports are getting canceled but they don't have any plans to move forward with them in the spring or flip seasons or whatever it may be um they're just nipping it in the bud and that is that but this plan is very interesting um I'll kind of read you through some of my biggest takeaways that I have from this. 
Um, basically, no fall sports would be played in 2020. So basically, all competition wouldn't start until the 2021 calendar year. So the winter sports would be first. So basketball would essentially start competition in January. Uh, and that's when we would see high school sports start to pick back up again. Uh, and then all of the fall sports, so like football, volleyball, would start their competitions in March. And then spring sports essentially would kind of be back to normal or on a normal-ish schedule than they would have had, but they'll kind of play longer through the summer, so there's not too much overlap. Um, so some other things include shortening the seasons. Um, so football, for example, would play seven games as opposed to nine, uh, and that would actually put them back to the district model instead of what they're in right now as conferences. But the difficult thing, or I guess the issue I see with this plan is you might have to have some athletes choose. If they're multi-sport athletes and they play baseball and football, they might have to pick between one or the other. And that's so difficult. And of course, I mean, I'm sure these athletes would be happy to have a season one way or another. If we're come March and we're still in this pandemic without a vaccine, I think some of them will be happy if they at least get a baseball season or a football season because it's been quite some time since we have had sports in our life. Um, and it's starting to sink in and it's a little little bit depressing and it changes so much of what we do here for our job I don't know what's going to happen if we don't see sports until 2021 it's going to be a very long fall and winter um, to say the least so Josh Justice though he was he was great um his definitely they've put so much thought in to this plan you can find all of the details there on our website there's obviously so much more that went into this but those are kind of some of the biggest takeaways um that i found but why is it them that are why are the schools putting together these plans it really should be the ihsa that's kind of figuring some of the things some of these things out maybe they are um behind closed doors and it we just don't know but it seems to me that the clock is really really ticking here and there needs to be a decision made one way or another if they wait too long i think the possibility of moving sports to the fall and swapping seasons or doing anything like that becomes very slim because you're only just prolonging this I don't get what is being accomplished by postponing by postponing let's rip the band-aid off let's come up with a plan that's what needs to be done I think um so it's it's just really frustrating um not only for us here as we're waiting and trying to figure out what we're going to do I mean if the football season gets canceled that is a big hit on the sports department, on the WCIA 3 sports department. I mean, every Friday, essentially during the football team, you know, we're going from game to game to game, um, and we have our 
15 minute Friday football fever or, you know, in basketball season, it's full court Friday and it's going to be so different. So I would kind of like to know sooner rather than later as well. So we can um, figure out what we're going to do here as a sports department. So sad to think about, but um, yeah, so that is kind of the week unpacked. It's it's been a wild ride and it's it's only going to continue. So hopefully we will have a decision on Wednesday. Let's hope this time next week Brett and I are sitting here on the podcast. I don't think it's going to be good news, but hopefully we will know. I just don't like being in the dark about things. I hate the unknown. It's uh, it's maddening. But not all not all bad things this week. Um, if you're a baseball fan. That was certainly something to look forward to. Um, Opening day for the Cubs, Cardinals, White Sox today. I, myself, am not a huge baseball fan. And everyone's always like, you're not a baseball fan? That's un-American. Like, how do you hate baseball? And I'm like, no, no, no. I never said I hated baseball. I just don't. It doesn't capture my interest as much as other sports. That's all. I... I'm not the kind of person that can sit on the couch and watch a baseball game. That is not me at all. I, I don't think I've ever done that before in my life. Maybe a couple innings I've sat and watched of like a world series game, but I like a regular season game. I've never saw sat down and watched the thing in its entire me. It just like the atmosphere doesn't do it for me. And it's not like it helps much this year now, not, having fans at the games like it's not like I can go and sit in the stands either because that's what I like about baseball I like the atmosphere of it I like sitting down with your friends um getting a hot dog a couple beers it's hot your legs like stick to the bottom of the seat like all the stuff that you miss about sport like the little things you know um I've been to some pretty cool well some I say some um, just two cool um, ballparks. I've been to Wrigley, which I loved. Um, I've been to Fenway, which I loved. And I've also been to Marlins Park, which is, since they redid it, it's ginormous. And it's actually pretty cool because you can buy a $10 seat and then no one goes. So you just buy your $10 seat and then you walk down and you're behind home plate. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I don't even get that this year I mean I probably would have gone to a couple major league games if they were allowing fans but obviously that's not the case so that doesn't help my love for baseball that much but for those of you that are baseball fans I I'm so happy for you I'm so happy for you you guys you guys deserve it but me it doesn't make a difference in my world um so um hope y'all are enjoying that I might watch a couple here and there but um, yeah, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, a couple things for Illinois football as well. A ton of Illini make it on these watch lists. And I think maybe some of them we wouldn't have paid attention to in the past because we would have been busy with training camp and, and other things. I think right around this time last year, football training camp had started so obviously when that's going on there's a lot much more to pay attention to than 
you know, some of these watch lists. But the biggest one probably came today, which is Brandon Peters being named to the Maxwell Award watch list, which is for the past couple of years, it's been giving to a given to a quarterback. I don't know if Brandon Peters is on the level as some of these guys. Um, Joe Burrow, uh, Baker Mayfield were some of the previous winners. Um, Tua, recent uh, now NFL Dolphins rookie um, QB. But um, certainly a big honor for him. I'm not taking that away at all um, to kind of make it on this list among what probably are some of you know the best players in um, college football. So kind of to be among some of those must be um, pretty cool for him. And uh, another recruit joining the Illini as well. Uh, they landed Missouri transfer Kamari Thompson. And the interesting thing about this is um, in the little graphic, usually when a player commits, you know, they do a little thing for them and, they have their face photoshopped on the jersey, whatever it may be. Um, they have their position and then they have their number. And this one was particularly interesting because Kamari Thompson is a wide receiver. Says he has number four. But if you go to last year's Illinois football roster, number four was Ricky Smalling. So I'm not saying he's leaving, but it... <laughs> It's a red flag. It's certainly a red flag. Um, can either confirm or deny. Um, I haven't seen anything on his social media that says he is leaving or whatever it may be, but just just something to think about. It's a little little bit juicy. Um, and another thing that was kind of my bright spot of the week was the Seattle NHL franchise team coming out with their team name which is the Kraken I think I want to play in the NHL just so I can be on that team it just sounds so cool it's unique it's fun if you have haven't looked at the branding of it it is absolutely incredible they have kind of their secondary logo I guess it is is an anchor and then they also tied in the Seattle Space Needle into the anchor it's awesome. Seattle's a really cool city, if I do say so myself. Um, so that that got me a little bit excited this week and what has been a crazy whirlwind of events. So with that, I will leave you. This has been episode, I think, 18 now of the WCIA 3 and 1 podcast. If you've been following along with us, we would love it if you would give us a review, five stars, hopefully, a like, a comment, subscribe, whatever it may be, um, and yeah, we'll see what, what happens next week with the IHSA and high school sports and everything that has uh, been going on, and That'll do it. That'll do it for us this week. Um, Brett picked a tough week to go on vacation because there was a lot that whew, that we had over here with just all of this craziness. And, you know, I never thought I would be dealing so much with, like, government documents 
in this job. You know, here I am like reading all these statements from the health department and this and trying to figure things out. It's it's a lot. So uh, I'm I'm rambling. Um, I'll let you go. This has been episode 18 of the WCI three and one podcast. We'll see you here same time next week.